0: Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD.
1: And Andy Brant-Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick things off. Timmy Lammers, Kristen Burt, you know. We'll be back a couple of seconds with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean.
2: Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLO on top.
1: To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Do, 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 do. Hey, I just got a call from Pontiac, Michigan. You think I should answer that one? <laughs> pretty sure I don't know anybody in Pontiac, Michigan.
0: They got a, they got a, they got a free bank account you need to, to clear up.
1: Oh, that's right. Just give me your bank information. We'll transfer the money. You just need a $100 to uh, transfer the funds and you'll be all set. Indeed. Everything will be good. All right, fellas. What's the latest? So I just... Uh, it's been quite a couple of days with Bob Saget dying. Uh, Bob was yep. a friend. I mean, we weren't close friends or anything like that, but he was definitely a friend and Sorry to see him die. There's, is there a... Doc, what the hell did this man die of? It was not... Who knows? Who knows? The, who knows? Yeah, could be a lot of, They said he tested negative for drugs and alcohol, though,
3: which is very surprising. Well, but
0: they, they never give you the test back that quickly, ever. That is true. They you said know, that almost
3: of... immediately, so it does... I mean, unless... Well, he was found dead, because if he was, like, unresponsive, they would have done a quick talk screen right. when they took him to the ER, but no, they found him dead, so they wouldn't have. Yeah, you know, they, it wouldn't have been until after the autopsy that they had those results. Probably, so those results right. come back
0: pretty fast. I think. I mean, you drain the urine out of the bladder. You know, if they bother, yeah they, yeah, they can. They can. They can check things pretty quick if they're really serious. Yeah, sudden death like that. Well, yeah, that bad, something was wrong with his ticker, or he could have had a pulmonary embolus. Those are the two things. The sudden death.
1: Oh yeah, true. That, that you age, get that yeah, clog and you're done.
0: Yep. <coughs> yeah, you get, that big old clot flops up into your. That's why they uh, say old, older, older
1: people
3: should take that uh, half a baby aspirin or whatever a day because it uh, reduces mm-hmm.
1: likelihood of thrombosis. And
0: drink lots of water. You know, so if he's you know he's been traveling, uh, he was at a gig, wasn't he? he was had finished a
1: yeah, a set. Jacksonville, and he was back in Orlando.
0: Yeah. So I, I bet you, you know, he had been, uh, you know. He's been has been at st- stasis, or he's been hasn't been active, and a little bit dehydrated, and you can get it. And in particular, if you if you've had something like that in the past, or an injury, uh, I heard of some you know like Marine fit Marine broke his ankle, got a bad embolus, and died. So, oh man! Yeah, so it's a, it's a no. Re- no, that's right, no. Yeah, so if, if you got to be up and around all the time and drinking lots of water, so.
1: No doubt about it, so we're going to keep an eye on that. I had Jeff Cesario on the show this morning, because Jeff and Bob Saget and I stood in the KQ parking lot many, many years ago and just talked for an hour, two hours, whatever it was. Well, I already knew Jeff, but I I became friends with Bob Saget, and like I said, wasn't one of his best friends or anything, but uh, I talked to him a few times of the year, and he was always very, very nice very genuine, very generous with his time. Just a great guy. Very, yeah. very nice man.
0: Great guy. His comedy was a little blue off. Oh,
1: oh a little on, on the stage. Me, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah a little, it was a little blue. I don't know, I don't know.
1: Yes, it was. <clears throat> now, this is going to confuse you two, because I know you guys are not very smart, so oh, you can't, you're not going to be able to figure you. this out. Okay, jump in coal use in America has pushed up What?
3: I'm sure it's going to be something completely. It's going to be like, you know, supernovas in neighboring galaxies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could be true, actually, Andy. You're right about that. Jump in coal use pushes up U.S. emissions. Really? Oh, well, I mean. I guess that makes sense.
0: What a,
3: why is there a jump in coal use, though? Hmm. Because uh, your boy shut down the
1: uh, pipelines. That's yep. why.
3: shutting down all the pipelines. No yep. one's going for nuclear. We're all trying to use wind turbines and uh, PV cells, which just don't cut it in most places.
0: And everybody, the more and more people are plugging that car electric in. Electric cars, yeah. Plugging that yep. car in, and that's, that's what's going you know, to add another 30%, 40% Our house on the grid. Our house is almost
3: entirely electric. Yeah yeah the only thing that's not electric in our house is the furnace huh
0: you know, everything else is about electric
3: that? so yeah electric is they're they're going to need to start building nuclear plants
0: yeah or they are but, doesn't bill Gates build one in wyoming in I, wyoming was, he was going to build uh, one of the first uh liquid fuel plants one of the uh, molten salt plants i thought oh, that yeah? was yeah that's what i thought molten
3: salt reactor. oh you yeah you're molten right salt,
0: molten salt reactor in huh. wyoming actually on the site of a coal fire plant which makes complete sense because all the infrastructure yeah. is there for cooling and mm-hmm. things like that but these these new uh, reactors are slick because if it they have a if it gets ever gets too hot there is a uh, plug at the bottom that drains all the fluid and it, it drains all the salt which immediately solidifies in some pit and it's just nothing to clean up and, and the reaction just stops mm-hmm. so
1: it is true. And by the way, they have proven that electric cars right now pollute more than gasoline cars because of the batteries.
0: Nobody wants to look at the spreadsheet. No one no. ever looks. No. i looked no, at don't. the
1: spreadsheet, and it does not look good.
0: No, when you add it all up, and you add the life of the car, life of the batteries, and you might be saving very little in CO2.
1: Yeah, very, very little. And right now, it's actually creating more CO2 than gasoline. Yep. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, another wonderful woke idea that's just blown up in their face. Well, the electric cars themselves aren't the
3: problem; it's all the batteries. Right. They take so many resources to build, and they can't be recycled or reused. They have a very short lifespan. They're just the battery
1: technology isn't (laughs) even close to there. Did you see that article about guy last week? He uh, his battery had a very short life in his uh, in his Tesla. So he went to buy a new battery for his Tesla, twenty-two thousand dollars. Exactly. So he pulled the car into the uh, into a big uh, open space and blew it up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Boom. He
1: blew the car up. Twenty-two thousand dollars just
3: for the battery. So you buy you buy yourself
0: a Tesla. You drive it for four years. And what do you? I mean, it it, it depreciates because you can't run it anymore. That battery right. you know, only has so many charges. Yep. Right. You know, and 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 you have you to know, give it away at that point. Yeah, you're almost you almost giving these things back because it's just it's just absolute planned obsolescence. Mm-hmm. And, it is. You know, they got they got to figure out that battery part. There's another part they can't figure out. The battery. they're changing the batteries. You should be able to just walk, drive in. They plug a new battery in. You drive away. And there, the problem solved. Yep
1: do you think we're going to have to rise up in order to get the far left and the far right to get the hell out of our faces and it's both sides man those oh, yeah. extremists on both sides are disgusting we need to get our country back we need to get our people back everybody hates everybody now what is that
0: I, I had no idea I was out, we were out in Santa Monica, and some guy was walking down the street and he was preach he was just going off on uh, right wing kind of stuff and he would just out of his head, out of his yeah. head. So oh, yeah. both sides, you get these. And some lady just, lit, she didn't like the looks of a porta potty. Lit it on fire. I mean, people are just.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just so, absolutely. So yeah, burning that'll help. Yeah, that'll, that'll help.
1: Oh, God, I, I literally, I, I'm telling you, I have, I get calls every day. From friends who work for major corporations that are all woke now, and the these major corporations are threatening to fire people if you don't take these uh, these classes. There are all these classes that you have to take on diversion, diversity, and inclusion, and wokeness, and all that. And it, yeah, and if you won't won't take the classes, they fire you. Yep. yep. How can you fire somebody for something like that? That's not ethical in the least. It Makes no sense. You're, it makes no sense whatsoever. I, You know, for the first time, i got to be honest with you, Andy, and Ralph understands this. I'm glad I'm 70. <laughs> Seriously. Do not have to deal with it? I don't have to deal with any. i got a couple more years. Oh, they're coming down on me just like everybody else. They're trying to do this and that and trying to cut their costs and they're trying to do, you know, leave me alone. I've made you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars.
0: Leave me alone. Right? Yeah, move on. Move on. Uh, Move on. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'll you, make I'm, you more money. I'm going to give you my. my I'll, I'll give you the uh, class. The uh, just so you so you can have this. And you can check the check that box for you, Tom. I'm going to give you the class for uh, tolerance and acceptance and racism. Be polite to everybody. Yeah. And be respectful of everybody. And don't denigrate yep. someone. Period. And here here's what I love about that.
1: And I've talked about this. I've mentioned this before. You're going to need me, because I'm a white man, to go to a diversity class, even though in 1970, as a 19-year-old, I lived with a black family in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I'm pretty sure I understand diversity and inclusion. That's right. It's just insane. Yep,
0: they got to check that I box. I grew up
1: in North Minneapolis. Leave me alone. I got it. I got it. Everything's good. hired the first two black men in the history of morning radio in a major market. Nobody cares. They don't care where I lived in Grand Forks. They don't care about this. It's now. Now it's totally different. Well, you guys must know people that are going to uh, quitting their jobs because they are sick to death of all this stuff.
0: Oh sure. Well, there's there's a surgery center in Minnetonka that's being taken over by an orthopedic surgery group, and. They're, everybody there has to go through some certification so uh, a, a staff member there who has been doing their job for 20 years in a sterile environment has to recertify that they do things correctly in a sterile well, environment
1: that's what I'm saying
0: they, do, they have these they just it's just these people in these corporate offices that are slapping their gun. They got that gun. Hey, we got to do this. You, they got their ego here. And we're, well, I'm, I gotta, we got to do this. Gotta, you got to check this box for me. Come on. Got to do it. Got to do it. Yep. Yep. It's all black and white. There's no gray. Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, I have a friend. I can't say who it is. Andy, you know him, actually. Uh, Ralph, I don't think you do know him. But uh, they, they made him go through a, um, through a diversity class, Right. So he went through a diversity and inclusion class, and on the way out, uh, the instructor asked him what he had learned that day, and he said, I've learned that I need to retire Mm -hmm. and quit the job. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye. Yep about it. you're not going to tell me how to think and how to live my life you know the, this whole idea that because of what happened 150 100 years ago 75 years ago is on the shoulders of white men now
0: is insane
1: absolutely it's crazy
0: it is and, and, mo- and most of us were not alive when that stuff was going on
1: no no, and it, it it was still pretty rough back in the fifties and sixties and all the rest of it. It's gotten a hell of a lot of, And again, here's my question, and we'll move on because it's too serious a subject. I'd like we're gonna need to laugh a little bit too. But I just don't understand uh, where these people are getting this whole idea that you need to all of a sudden teach people how to think who've already been thinking pretty well. And and if if America is such a horribly systemic racist country, why are all people of color from other Uh, continent's
0: coming to America.
1: They're running across the border to get here. If it's so horrible,
0: why do they want to come here? They can't get here fast enough. You're right. Exactly. You're right. It's because America is the most racist, bigoted, uh, xenophobic country, uh, except for all others.
1: (laughs) Except for all the rest of them.
0: All the rest of them.
1: I don't know no we got the, uh, the you know the far lefties want to want to get rid of the filibuster, which of course would destroy America if they did because every vote would go one way and it would never change
0: right, that, right. you have to, you have to have checks and balances, and they just want to get rid of all those balances don't want any balances or checks no no, no balances our way our way or highway, buddy
1: it is all true, but uh look, I mean it's a situation where we'll we'll just keep moving forward. All I know is I get up in the morning. You know, Andy, I just mentioned Mom last night. I haven't seen you in two weeks, and I miss the hell out of you already. You and Ethan and Melissa, I miss you horribly. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. It's my life. My life is your mother, you, your family, Alex, her family, the grandchildren. I mean, that's what life is. I don't give a rat's ass about any of this stuff anymore. I'll do the best job I can on the morning show and on this podcast, and other than that, it's all family for me—family and friends—and mostly family, to tell you the truth. Pretty much, yeah.
0: It yeah just it it leave me alone. It kind of—it kind of it ends up boiling down to that. It's sad. It's sad, you know. Friendship seemed to kind of come and go.
1: Indeed.
0: Mostly I was go. asked
1: a question. I was asked a question by someone that apparently is not too bright, but he said, uh, "Why is it that you always just show up at the last minute and then jump right on the morning show?" I said, "What are you talking about?" He goes, well, you show up with, like, you know, a minute to go, and then all of a sudden you hop on the show. Don't you any show prep at all? I said, well, since I get to the studio at 3.30 in the morning, what do you think I'm doing just sitting around? Because there's no television in there. I must be on my computer reading things. And you can check the door uh, in the front of that building because my card goes in there every day between 3.30 and 4 o'clock. So why don't you check before you make accusations? That's the other thing. Nobody ever checks to see if there's any reason to go after someone. They just go after you. Yep. It makes no sense to me that uh, for somehow some reason I've done well in radio for 51 years, but now all of a sudden I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Isn't that insane? It makes no sense. It's it, you know you you have a, you have that vast experience uh, at a ver- at a variety of levels, and and people. What happens is their assumption is the reality. Their yeah, assumption exactly is reality. Yeah, that's exactly you know, like you, you. are correct. You do not know what you're doing. Let me tell you how you can do it better, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a much better way to do it. <laughs> Let me give you some notes. You some much better
1: <laughs> way to do it. Well, again, I mean, why we ever allowed um, public radio to join the ra- radio ratings, I will never understand. They don't run commercials. I know. Why are they in the ratings? They don't need to sell the thing. There's no reason for them to be rated.
0: That's right. And they're way overstaffed.
2: Funded yeah, way yeah. oh
1: I mean I don't know the whole system right now is is deeply sadly broken and it seems to be getting worse instead of better uh, you know most guys my age are retired anyway but I have friends in the mid 50s that are retiring in mid50s they're going I can't do this anymore I can't be told every day what a horrible human being I am because of my skin color really wow oh yeah oh yeah they can't t- they can't take it anymore. And Andy, you know a couple of them really, really well. So, I, I, and again, yeah. we're not bitching about this. We're just saying this is insane, and it, it this will not end well. I can promise you that.
0: Nope. Right? Nope. There are different. There are different vibes in the people that are taking the jobs now, that are not the same. Not the same ethic. Not, pff, no. not the same work ethic. No, you know, just moral ethic. Just not. It's just not the same. Work. You know, they just don't work as hard. I'm just. I see it time yeah. and time again. Oh, roll, that's very very true. Well, they roll that's out of really they roll out of medical school now. Oh yeah, I'm going to have a job that's like only forty hours, and and I and I don't want to do any of this other stuff like take care of patients. And if someone has a problem, I don't want to take that calls. So can someone else do that for me? Right it's, just, right, it's just the way it is.
1: I just again, I have a great, I have two great jobs, three great jobs, I guess. You know, the morning show, I got this podcast and I got, you know, the the sales that I do and all the rest of it. I love it. I love meeting all the people. I get along with everybody really well. I have a magnificent family. I love my life.
0: Leave me alone. Right? Don't mess with my life. Don't, yeah, don't, don't don't bring me down, man.
1: Don't bring me down, man. You're dragging me down, man. You're killing my buzz, man. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, Sven Sungard got a job, so that's good. He's he's he, It says here. No, I don't. Do you do you call your uh, your uh, office the Basham family? Uh, no,
0: I didn't think so. No, it's not the
1: family. K- KQ is not the not the KQ morning show family either. Okay. Sven Sundgaard has landed a new gig of the longtime Twin Cities meteorologist. will offer forecasts and commentary at 7.50 a.m. weekdays on NPR's Morning Edition. His first appearance on the show was Tuesday, today. He's also one of the contributors for NPR's weather blog, Updraft. Morning show host Kathy Werzer and Sundgaard used uh, Twitter to confirm the arrangement. Sundgaard told his social media followers that he'll continue to contribute to the website's Bring Me the News, which features uh, bite-sized local stories and currently online weather service. I'm enjoying wearing many hats. I hate it when people say that. <laughs> my buddy Scott, you say it all the time. You know, right now I'm putting on my weather hat. And mm. it tells me. It's like, oh, God, I hate that. Oh, I didn't know this. This past <laughs> April, SunGuard filed a lawsuit against Care and its parent company, Tegna, claiming that he was dismissed because of his sexual orientation.
0: What? What's his sexual orientation? He's,
1: well, he's straight. Gay. Oh, he's gay. No, he's gay. Oh, but I thought you'd be dismissed if you're straight. Believe me, there's nobody over at Channel 11 that does not like him because he's gay. That's ridiculous. Oh,
0: good Lord. I mean, uh, good I, Lord. Whatever. Good Lord. And I, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm once, seeing some guy on TV. I don't know what his orientation is. Nor do, do I care? Lord I, know, do I, I care? don't care
1: what you do with your bits and pieces. Why
3: would I care about that? Yeah, if oh, I know man. what a news anchor's orientation is, then that news anchor's doing something wrong.
1: I agree. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the most important thing to you. Good. I'm not going to get in your way. You go do what you do. I don't care.
0: You know, if you if you go to your doctor and you know what their orientation is, they're doing something wrong. I mean, you should. That's 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 not part of any part of life. It just isn't. I mean, no, no. You know, and I I just, I just don't understand it. Why why this has to be an issue? Or people throw this up all the time. It makes no know, sense at all. I don't
1: get it either. I don't understand it either. Let's take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes with part two. Is Timmy not calling? What the hell's Timmy?
3: Uh, we cannot track him down. I don't know what's that going pain
1: on. pain in the ass, Timmy.
0: <gasps> Timmy's probably on sad. Uh. You know
1: what? I got a cough, and it's just sad. It makes me really sad. <laughs> that
0: could be it.
1: <laughs> what? That could be it. That could be, yes. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. And we are back with stretches Picks. Experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom here, and I really love my pillow, and now they're offering my pillow towels, 100% USA cotton. You get two bath, two hand, and two washcloths, 60 day money back guarantee. And right now, my pillow towels, originally priced $109.99, now a flash sale $39.99 with promo code KQRS. This amazing deal is yours by going to the radio listener specials at mypillow.com. Enter promo code KQRS. That's mypillow.com, promo code KQRS. <laughs> rocking out man hey man
4: i'm rocking
1: out what do you think <laughs>
0: i'm so high
1: <laughs> I'm so high man that's
3: unbelievable. This is kind of yeah 60s 70s uh <laughs> It is, isn't it? Tune in drop yeah, out or whatever. Music. Yeah,
0: you see that you see you see the sort of the patterns the the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the sort of the liquid patterns on the screen behind yeah. the band. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. A
0: little pink Floydish.
3: Pretty much every song written in the 70s was designed to be high to, I would say.
0: Yeah,
1: probably true. Yeah, probably true.
0: Or they were high when they wrote it. Or both. well, or they, they were, were high. absolutely, <laughs> yes.
1: That goes without saying. Yeah, well, that's probably true. That yes, that would go go, go without saying. You're absolutely right. In any case, just kind of checking the news, seeing what's going on. I, I I'm assuming that Timmy's not going to be on today. There's only fifteen, about twenty minutes left in the show. So Cassie I don't know what the says hell. he is not responding. So what the we hell don't know what happened. Who's he? Who is he, Bob Saget? Oh, wow.
0: Too soon, yes. Tom. Too soon. Too soon, Even though man. he's a friend. Too soon. Tim was hey, found man. unresponsive
3: on the text message chain. Oh, that's, it's all true. I hope he's well. hope he's okay. I'm sure I'm he's always deal. just got something going on. He's working. He's got a busy <sighs> life.
1: Probably true, ladies and gentlemen, probably true. In any case, so how are things in the uh, doctor business? Everything good on that end? Are you taking care <laughs> everything, of it?
0: Everything good. good. I, I, uh, I, I tested the positive uh, with the COVID here a couple of weeks ago. That's what mm-hmm. I heard. And so I had to uh, cancel a vacation and cancel a trip. Uh, oh, I, although I did found, find out that it's only five days quarantine if you want to fly. So if you have a positive test, it's only five days to fly domestically now.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, Omicron is a fast disease. Goes through your system in no time.
0: Yeah, That's it's, what I was, hear. Yeah. It, it was nothing. It was a nut no, it was a I've I've had many, many colds that were worse than this. Many.
3: And they said that Omicron makes up, I think, ninety five percent of COVID cases in America now. So it's basically wiped out the previous strains. Yeah. I think it's become yeah. endemic. That's just how it is now.
0: Well sure. And and, if, and the number of people who get it and that are not tested and non people who are asymptomatic that aren't tested i mean i it's just everybody's been immunized one way or the other now Yep. Yeah. i would say 90 percent of people have had this and i uh, one someone said that everybody in YZ was sick with this over the holidays
3: mm-hmm. oh yeah believe me everyone i knew had it or the only the, the only family who didn't get it is me and melissa yeah
1: yeah that's Somehow, true so uh, far it's like the two of you came
3: out unscathed although we've also been be- being very careful because we have a newborn yeah. Uh, not that it would really do anything to him because it doesn't really, even the uh, more severe strains didn't really do a whole lot to under 18s, but we don't want to be sick and having a child screaming all night and, you know, getting no sleep. Hey, and but,
0: well, you're going, it's going <laughs> to happen. One of these days, One of these days. One of these, so you've been putting the sheep's blood on the uh, door out front? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I passing,
3: like it. It's passing over him. <laughs> I like it, man. The angel of sleep deprivation
1: passes over course, our. Lives. The, the
0: angel of COVID is passing over. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> it's all true, ladies and gentlemen. That's but all fortunately, I have to say.
0: you know, it's not. It's just not as virulent, and that's that's what yep. you know, Andy mentioned. Is it? It gets more, as it gets more infectious, the virulency has a tendency to drop. And fortunately right. for this, and you know, everybody's going to get it. Wipe. So what's really interesting is that these whole idea of COVID tests really are meaningless now, because. Yeah you know the the disease is so is, all, is asymptomatic in many ways and so right. you people are moving around that aren't being tested because they're asymptomatic so everybody can get this and then you can stay positive for up to three months
3: mm-hmm. so because it, it tests for uh what the the uh, antigen yeah which the, antigen mm-hmm. it's the uh IgE, is it the spike? i think
0: that's the antibody
3: Antibody, that, yes, that's that's antibody. Right. It's so, on an antibody. test. So it's a,
0: it's an antigen test, and they can right. they can float around in your nose. So that and can be in there forever.
3: Yeah, technically. Yeah,
0: but you could, yeah. you
3: could have that for the rest of your life potentially because that's how your body mounts a defense.
0: Mm-hmm. But anyhow, so they, so they, I don't know what's a spike protein or some such thing that they, they test mm-hmm. for. So yeah, so you could you could it could interfere with your travel for a long period of time out of the out of the United States. It's bizarre. Well, so. I
1: suppose yeah. I suppose that is true. And, well, uh, we were we were booked to go on a uh, Disney cruise in uh, April, and it's been canceled. So we're going to just really? go to Disneyland. No yeah, cruise? they canceled. Yeah, they canceled the cruise. They canceled a lot of cruises, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, they've it's been bre- breaking out heavy. They, those some of those cruises have had up to up to 150, 200 uh, passengers. Test. But it's interesting. So many of those cruises, they were all va- immunized and all tested yes. before they got on the ship. It's a bizarre. Yep. Like I say, this whole thing is kind of meaningless now. The testing is kind of meaningless because it it's it not doesn't bear, it doesn't have any predictive value for anybody. Well, uh, I agree. You know, if you you're, although you're immunized and boosted, although you've tested negative, and you take you take a thousand or two or three thousand people, put them together. Oh, we got someone's got some COVID. Bizarre, yeah. bizarre, bizarre.
1: Well, it's kind of weird because I was I was immunized and then I was boosted and then I got COVID. Yeah, it's like what the hell is that now? Why did I even bother? Why didn't I just get COVID and forget all this other stuff? Yeah,
0: because you, you might have been in, in the hospital. You, thought, you got it so it wasn't as bad. And yours was like cold symptoms mainly. Uh, you were run down a little bit more maybe than I was, but
1: oh so. no, I was I got pretty sick for about oh, three really? days.
0: Yeah, you coughing a lot.
1: Lots of coughing. Wow. Indeed, but uh, I feel great now. And I look a lot better than Robert Durst. I will tell you that. <laughs> well, you've always looked better
0: Ralph, than Robert
1: Durst. Yeah, Ralph, so. what the, the guy's eight years older than me. Looks like he's 120, for Christ's sake. He had multiple types of cancer. That oh, did he? Takes it out of here. Oh, man. Did God pay him back for killing people?
3: He had esophageal and bladder cancer, and then he also had something Jesus. else wrong with him. I Smoker? What?
0: Is he i he assume so man that like, uh, esophageal cancer yeah. uh bladder cancer eee.
3: that's like yeah smoker cancer right there Yeah, that's right lung is the only thing he was missing
0: yeah a smoker a drinker too if you drink heavy, you drink heavy with smoking yeah esophageal cancer that's yeah. that's a bad one that's a bad yeah. actor
1: yep, that is a very bad one i'll tell you what flat out most of the guys that i grew up with who were dead died because they drank and smoked <clears throat> yep it's not a good combo i mean combo. You can argue no, so, it's not a good combo at all. But drinking not and smoking
0: all. and COVID, oof. Oh well. Not,
1: a, not it's not a plan we're looking at, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: No, not a good combination. That's
1: one thing I'd be interested
3: in seeing is if the number of cigarettes sold per year dropped in the past 2 years. Cuz if not, then America really has not learned anything. <laughs> I would think it probably you would, has. You don't would you imagine. Think? I mean, if a disease is going around killing people via their lungs, and people keep smoking. It's like I don't know. Do well, that's a, that's die? a
0: problem. With, that's a problem with any drug, even though, even though you see yourself deteriorating yeah. in front of your eyes, melting away. Oh, you I've still will use that times. drug. You yep. will still use that drug. Yep. I mean, How many people drink themselves to death? Yep. Uh, Cigarette
3: sales went <laughs> up in 2020 for the first time in 20 years. Oh God! What a shock! Oh yep there it is so a
0: lot of people started smoking again during the pandemic just they were just stressed, because of the yeah. stress or because of the boredom or monotony and, you know there, or they were different situations yeah so they started smoking again why would you want to do that yeah man the, the heaters are bad Oof. so in 200 hard on you there's 2020
3: so let's see population of America is like 320 million. Something like I'm that? Yeah, about
1: that.
3: Yep. Okay. I'm just going to do a quick calculation
0: here. So Andy's got that big adding machine, you know, from the
3: 50s. We had a little calculator that did that when I was a kid. Not, not that like, huge adding machine, but it was a it was a calculator that made that sound. Had that old <laughs> oh, yeah. way of... Uh, <laughs> yep.
0: It would punch the zeros and ones, and then they would press the lever, and it would integrate them or change. I remember using one of those when I was in high school. I went to a college uh, for a summer summer school program, for, and they had that. And it just fascinated me because you were able to do these relatively complex calculations on this mechanical machine. So very interesting. This
3: can't be right. 203.7 billion cigarettes were sold in the United States in 2020. What? Which would mean the average person smoked two cigarettes a day. That cannot be right. There's no way. No. I wouldn't think so.
1: No. I would have to agree with you. I just... I, yeah, I don't... Well, whatever. Well, no. it's
3: the FTC's cigarette report for 2020, and the FTC is only uh, America, right? Yeah. Yup. Yeah, 203.7 billion units in 2020.
1: Man... Wow! That, that, uh, that's amazing. Seriously, I, that absolutely
0: is amazing. Yes, smoking's
3: back in a big way.
0: Who every knew? man, woman, and child smokes two cigarettes a day.
3: Uh, the average, apparently, the average American smokes two cigarettes a day now, man. which is super hard to believe. But that's what the FTC. Unless I put in these numbers wrong, two hundred three point seven billion divided by three hundred twenty million. That'd be right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez,
0: Well, yeah. who would well, have thought? How many chain smokers are there?
3: Well, two cigarettes a day isn't chain smoking, but you have to... No. You, if you yeah, consider how many people, people I don't, know don't anybody,
0: smoke... I don't know anybody who smokes.
3: Yeah. Well, let's see. What percentage of Americans smoke? We can figure out. Let's see. I think this is... 14%, apparently. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, that sounds about right, honestly.
1: No, oh, does it? Well, yeah, I don't see a whole lot of people smoking anymore. It's very rare to see somebody smoking a cigarette now mm-hmm. out in public.
0: Uh, I don't so know how to four,
3: do this math out the top of my head, but.
0: Uh, 14%. Well, if it's
3: 14%. 14% are smoking. Oh, yeah, so what's 14% of 320 million? That's all you have to do.
0: Times. Yep.
1: Point so it'd be 32 to be, what, about 40, 46? Pretty close, Somewhere. yeah.
0: Divide that into your billions.
3: Mm hmm. Man. So those people smoke on average. Let's get a daily count for this, divided by three hundred sixty-five. Twelve cigarettes a
0: day. Okay, for a smoker. I, I smoker said pack the day.
3: average smoker <laughs> smokes twelve cigarettes a day.
0: That's a half pack. Half, half pack. That's many, about right. Tom, yeah. you know how many packs. How many cigarettes in a pack? Twenty. <laughs> yeah. So okay, yeah, it's exactly about half. Right. That's about right, actually. I would guess that, yeah, because there are a number yeah, of people yeah, who the, I, I see as patients, and they smoke when they have a drink on the weekends. One or two cigarettes, and then other people who are yeah hitting it. If you're a smoker, packs. you're a smoker. Basically, it's unusually somebody who's a pack, two packs per day now.
3: I, uh, that's oh, yeah. These is. days, it's very rare.
0: Yeah, but you know, people that are like that. All
1: right, we have two calls. Uh, I actually, ha- I got to mention something before we go to the calls. I actually started smoking when I was 11. I smoked till I was 21, but I was told by several doctors that I never really smoked. Because I French inhaled, which meant that the smoke was held in my sinuses, and then it came out my mouth, so it never made it to my lungs. <laughs> I didn't even know that. So the smoke, the way I smoked, the smoke never made it to my lungs, just my sinuses.
0: Oh, so, so you say you absorb whatever nicotine you absorb just through the mucosa in your mouth. Or it's your, like cigars, your
1: yeah. You don't yeah. inhale cigar smoke.
3: Well, you can't. Some you people You But you're you, hardcore. You don't.
0: <laughs> oh, you <laughs> yeah. got to be
1: hardcore, baby. Yep. All right, who we got on the phone, Andy?
3: Uh, two people called. Wendy and Grant called at the same time, but I think Grant made it in a little quicker. So we're gonna start with him.
1: Grant, what's up?
5: Oh,
3: uh, I figured I'd just
5: call and give you a little enlightenment on on uh, smokers, quick, being a smoker myself. All right. Um. Me and my me and my friends when we first started smoking back when we were teens, we we came up to the conclusion that every single smoker is suicidal. Just very very patient. Uh. <laughs> I like that actually.
1: That's probably true. So Grant, how's and it working also, for you?
5: you yeah, you probably don't see a lot of people smoking nowadays. I work construction. That's where most of the smokers are, I'd say. About 50% of construction workers are smokers. It's a tough job, yeah. really?
0: Yeah.
1: Got a grant I remember back in the yeah, day, I, like. I'm... Go ahead, sir.
5: Oh, no, you go ahead, there's a delay. I didn't realize you started.
1: Oh, no, 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 big deal. I just wanted to mention very quickly, I remember back in the day, at the very beginning of the KQ Morning Show, you would drive by a construction site, and you every person was listening to the KQ Morning Show. It was weird, man. I was back in the day. Yes.
5: Yeah. yeah, that still kind of holds true now. It's, uh, it's KQ and 93X is what I usually end up hearing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. The younger guys in 93X and the guys over 35, 40 listen to KQ from what I understand. That's what they tell me anyway.
5: Yeah, and I'm, I'm 32 and I've been listening for half my life since I got my license.
1: I've always liked you. And have I ever mentioned that?
5: I love you too, Tom.
1: <laughs> Grant, thank you. for I, Man, you listen to the morning show. You listen to the podcast. You're my kind of guy. Thank you for your support. Yeah, anytime. You have a good one. Sorry, you too. Grant, ladies and gentlemen. And now we have Wendy, Wendy, we have Wendy,
5: Wendy. Yep. Wendy! Hey,
4: Homer. Hey, Homer.
1: Hey, Hol- Hey Holmes. What is it? What it is, I mean. No, no, what is it should be, because <laughs> I'm, I'm a honky. What it is and what yeah, is it. If, I, tell you, I know. What it is,
4: what it was, and what it should be.
1: What it should be. So what's the um, latest with you, sister? You
4: know, well, i just Still hanging out in the basement, working, working, working. Uh, but uh, I, I figured that I used to smoke a pack a day until I quit like almost 10 years ago. It's nine and a half now. You know, that's a pack a day for one person. That's 7,300 cigarettes <sighs> per year for one, oh. one pack a day smoke. Oh, that's and a lot. And we both know somebody that you smoke between three and four cigarettes or packs of cigarettes per year. And, uh, yeah, um, Mr., I mean, initial DM, but he, uh, that's like 26,000 cigarettes at four packs a day. Four
1: packs a day, man. You're, you don't, do you ever use your mouth for anything other than smoking?
4: You know, I'm telling you, I, I could not imagine doing that. I mean, I smoked up to one pack of cigarettes a day at one particular time because I had, like, really bad anxiety. And then I found out that apparently the nicotine and uh, in cigarettes, that actually triggers your anxiety more. So you're getting into a vicious circle by smoking more and more cigarettes. When you get anxious, then you smoke another one, you get more anxious.
3: It's a stimulant, yeah, so, so yeah, it that makes sense, a, yeah.
4: Well, it, it was a hard couple of days. I mean, not as hard as it could be, but I actually got lucky. I did... I did hypnotherapy. So if you say that you don't know anybody that's quitting smoking actually worked by hypnotherapy, it did for me. But oh, good. But only because, only because, and I figured this out, I did a one-on-one session. It was an hour and a half long, and the first part of this, the first half of the session was where she, you know, asked me a bunch of questions about my smoking habits, my triggers, what I do during the day, uh, this and that. And we figured out how much cigarettes cost per year for me. And at the time, it was about three grand. Yeah. So she put in, she used all of that information in my hypnosis session, and she put a trigger in my mind that when I would think about smoking, I would see the number 3,000 flash in my head in me, and it still works. Even today, you know, we'll 3000 that's a lot of money. I've done other stuff with
0: Yeah, the yeah. You know, my, the-
4: sewing, my sewing machine, new couch, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, that it, it actually works because I wanted to smoke and what wanted, what made me want to stop smoking is it was money because my work said, my work had switched to a new health plan that said, if you can declare yourself a non-smoker at the time they didn't give a time range so I was a non-smoker for like two weeks but now they say like for six months or a year you get a big discount on how much you pay for your insurance so I thought okay I got to do that I want to do that and I've successfully done it I mean have there been times in the last nine and a half years where I wanted to smoke oh absolutely but you know then when I think really hard about it i see that number pop up in my head and i'm
0: like nope it's even more than that now i can't afford it yeah, the yeah, opportunity the opportunity cost for smoking is unbelievable when you start thinking it through three thousand dollars at that time that was a cruise nice cruise yeah <clears throat> nice cruise nice vacation it's still a lot of money honestly it's more not a than-
3: ton but it's enough to oh, pay off some minor debts
0: and that's a really nice sewing machine a really <laughs> nice one. A uh, really nice know. one. That's a surging it, machine.
4: It, it, was, it was, it was among other things. So I got a new digital camera, a sewing machine, and a uh, new couch for the living room.
0: That's one year. Yeah. One year, and not one right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it adds up it really fast. I got
1: to tell you, I got to tell you guys that in 1967, um, well, wait a minute. I didn't start smoking. Yeah, I smoked from 11 to 21. So I'm trying to figure that that mean age. That would be 1967. A pack of cigarettes was 31 cents. Jeez.
4: <laughs>
0: and what are they
1: now? Like about seven bucks or something?
0: Oh, well, it depends on where you
1: are. A lot of
4: places are nine or 10. Yeah. Oh, yes. God,
1: for 10 bucks for a pack of cigarettes.
0: I bet you New York City's right up
1: okay. there. <laughs>
0: Well, you were
4: 50 talking, cents a cigarette. I have a friend that just quit smoking. In, I have a friend that just quit smoking in Chicago, and they're over that. They're like eleven
0: or twelve bucks for a pack. I, it's oh. all tax. Oh, yeah. yep. They, they lay the yeah, syntax that. on that heavy. Nice, you know, they sure do. You know, if you really add up the total cost of smoking, whether it's increased health care costs, increased life insurance premiums, cost of the cigarettes, time off work if you get sick, you might, you're, you, you might be sicker than someone who doesn't smoke. If you get respiratory disease, things like that. I bet you, man, you're into $10,000 per year. Easy. Probably easy.
1: Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. I do agree with you. No question about it. I I just. All right, Wendy, behave. Oh,
4: always. Of course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Wendy Grant calling in. Love to hear from both of them, as a matter of fact. Uh, Oh, by the way, we only got about one minute left in this segment. But actress Betty White died of a stroke, suffered six days earlier. So she actually lived uh, six days after she had the stroke, and then it killed her. That's not her.
0: uncommon. Yeah. Oh, no, so, I'm sure that's not. So she was lingering. She was in the hospital. I didn't know that she was in the hospital. It wasn't like Bob Saget. No, no, I guess not. Um, so what what causes strokes? Two kinds. One is you can have a you can have a blockage in your brain as a result of a, something that comes off an artery in your neck or something in your heart. It blocks something in your brain, and you know there's a watershed. that The certain part of your brain does not get the blood flow that you get. And the other kind, you can have a bleed where you uh, yeah. can have an aneurysm. It's not really a stroke. That's a little bit little bit different, but you can you have this bleed in your brain and it does the same thing, it kills your brain tissue and, and trashes some. Uh, whether it's your memory, your vision, your ability to walk, uh, b- 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 ability to talk, all those things can be affected, and everybody's a little bit different as to where where, where that uh, uh, stroke hits. So, yeah, it's 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 a bad thing. And as you get older, your things get more friable in your brain. It doesn't take much of a fall or a bump to cause bleeding in your brain. That's why you right. really hit yeah, at her ridged.
3: Yeah, if she had hit her head at all, that
0: could have done it. Yeah, wear the helmet. Use the cane. Mm. Don't. You don't need the helmet, but you know, use a cane. To don't be falling. When you get older. Don't fall. No. Well, oh, I suppose that's very, very
1: true. All right, we'll take a break here. Be back in about five minutes. Kristen Bird is going to join us today. I'm assuming. As far uh, as I know. I hope so. I really hope Kristen will be on so she can yell at me, which she always does. You're an idiot.
0: <laughs> which, is, which is true. I, I'm sorry. Is oh, a good, this, boy, this, look at the time. Is it's a, a good time, Tom? <laughs> all right,
2: we'll be back in five minutes with Kristen Burt and all the cats on the show.